In 1 Corinthians chapter 9, verse 27, Paul says, I discipline my body and make it my slave. You know, we often forget, guys, that God has called us to steward the bodies he gave us so that we'll be ready, healthy, and spiritually dangerous to fight the good fight, whether it's working at your job, serving your God, protecting your bride, or being a great dad to your kids. That's why we're so excited to partner with Mountain Tough Fitness Lab. Mountain Tough Fitness Lab is run by Christian men who are passionate about training you to be your best version and to stay dangerous and ready for God. Join me on my journey by going to mountaintough.com. That's M-T-N-T-O-U-G-H and getting your free six-week trial when you type in the code ARENA30. You won't be disappointed. Stay dangerous. The dad whisperer lets his daughters leap, laugh, and love because he accepts them for who they are. It's not the critic who counts, not the man who points out how the strong man stumbles or where the doer of deeds could have done them better. The credit belongs to the man who was actually in the arena, whose face is marked by dust and sweat and blood. From Men in the Arena, it's Equipping Men in 10. Our conviction is to call you into the arena of manhood, call you out of the faceless, nameless bleachers, and call you up to be the best version of you. Because when a man gets it, everyone wins. Enjoy today's episode. Men in the Arena Army, we we salute salute you. you. Hey guys, thanks for listening to this episode of the Men in the Arena podcast. This is Equipping Men in 10, and I am Jim Ramos, and I am here with my brother from another mother Dale Culver. How you doing, man? I'm doing great. Well, thanks, thanks for, for the coffee this morning. Uh, yeah. It was a long night. Uh, had to do the queen pickup at the airport. Colton and I drove uh, an hour to Portland, picked my wife up at one in the morning and drove her home. She was exhausted from her flight. And uh, so uh, every so often you got to do that for your woman. Wow. Let them know they're the queen, baby. That's so, a good man uh, rule. Go it's been a ca- vinte Americano morning, not a grande. Oh. So here we are, and life is good. Uh, do you have a man law for us today? Yeah. I'm just going to throw this out there. Learn your kids' love language and learn to love them the way they need it. So, I mean, I, I have ways that I would like to love people, but... That's not how everybody wants to be loved. And I have three daughters, and I can love one one way and another another way, and the second one will stiff arm me, cause, so I have to figure out the way it is that I can reach her, love her, and that will make her thrive. And then the other one, she's pretty easy. So, yeah. She's easy now, but the boyfriend is a little concerning, if I'm being honest. I think he's a nice guy, but I don't know where he's at with his faith. Yeah. And she's around him all the time. Yes. So I'm just telling you, you better sharpen your knife. Anyway, he's a good kid, but he's a 19-year-old horny teenager, and that's your daughter. Yeah. Is that scary you know? a, Are a, you scared? I got a fire hose I'm going to hook up. Dude, just roll him do down the that, road brother. with it. Anyway, <laughs> hey, um, but you know what? It's really interesting. Uh, what you said was really good. Proverbs 22.6, I think it is, says, train up your child in the way that he or she shall go, and when they're older, they will not depart from it. And the literal translation of Hebrew is according to their bent. Mm. So you train them yeah. up according to their bent. They're all different, and we ha- there's no recipe for all kids. So we have to train our kids up according to their bent. And so that's really good, man. So, hey, I want to get into this podcast. I'm calling it How to Be a Dad Whisperer, and uh, i I was inspired by our podcast with Dr. Michelle Watson Canfield, 
And we had, in the four years of our podcast, we had the highest one-day spike ever with her interview. It, when it tells me that guys really, really want to understand how to talk to their daughters specifically. And so I want to camp on this and pull some things out of her interview that I think will really help the guys. And what I want to do today is I want to talk about five things that the dad whisperer does to connect with his daughters, to connect with his wife, to connect with his granddaughter. So this is really going to be focused on dads and the women in their lives. So if you don't have a daughter, like I have no daughters, but I've got two young ladies who are now in my family because of my sons and a granddaughter and a wife. So I've got four you know, so they're there, guys. So don't don't check out just because you don't have daughters. This is important stuff. So so the first point, guys, and Dale, chime in if you, whenever you want, man. The first thing is this: the dad whisperer likes his daughters and enjoys being with them. So that's the first one. These are all L words, guys. So he likes. He actually likes his kids, you know, and you can love your kids, but do you like your kids? Reggie Campbell, the late Reggie Campbell, came on our show for a podcast and had some great things to say in his book, What Radical Husbands Do, and he talked about the fact that many men love their wives and don't accept them. And so we had another guy on our show recently, Todd Wilson, who's the founder of Family Man Ministries. He talked about the impact of actually smiling when your kids are talking to you. It tells them, I like you. And I had an issue with one of my sons where he's like, well, I know you love me, Dad, but I'm not sure you like me. And it was because of my face, because I wasn't smiling. And so that's really changed everything. So the dad whisperer, point number two, is the dad whisperer lets his daughters leap, laugh, and love because he accepts them for who they are. So he lets them be who they are. In other words, they feel like they can be themselves in his presence. And you may have kids that don't believe the same that you believe. There may be a lot of family dynamics out there, and I understand that. But at the heart of it all, God has made your daughters, God has made your wife, God has made your granddaughters, and we need to accept who they are, so we can move them to point number three. So point number three is this. The dad whisperer listens to his daughters. Now, I got to tell you, to my chagrin, one of Shanna's mantras over the years has been, I know you heard me, but are you listening? Were you listening? And so you can hear, guy, but are you listening? And so I've had to really work on this. In fact, I had an older guy in our church this Sunday said, you know what, Jim? You have really become a better listener. You've really grown in that area. And that was a great thing uh, to hear from this older guys. And so uh, I worked with another pastor who was amazing at remembering names. And when I asked him how he did it, he said he imagines himself wrapping his elephant ears around their head and pulling them in so he would really listen to them. So you know, imagine you get those ears just kind of wrapped around them and you're pulling them in. And we had another interview with Hal Perkins who talked about building the skill of listening. And that was another excellent interview, guys, that you guys can tap into. So when we are listening to the women in our lives, what I mean is this. Don't simply listen to their words. Listen to their heart. Men, I know you're hearing me right now, but are you listening? <laughs> Oh, dad whisper number four 
is the dad whisperer sets limits for his daughters. Now, I don't know if you know about this, but according to data from fatherhood.org and the U.S. Census Bureau, tonight in America, one out of four children will go to bed without a biological father in the home. 47% of those are black, 23% of those are Hispanic, 13% of those are Caucasian, and 7% are Asian. Now, why do I bring that statistic up? Well, here's why. Those families without a biological father in the home are very, very similar to a dad in the home who does not set limits and does not engage with his kids. If you are anonymous in your own home, you might as well be a absentee father. I, I can't stress this enough. Your job as dad is to set limits in love. We set limits not to control our kids, but because we love our kids. We want them to move freely within these boundaries. I mean, the God has done that for us. It's called the Bible. You know, smart men in marriage, marriages do that. It's called guardrails. When we love those, we set limits in their lives. The guy who doesn't do that is weak, pathetic, and a true disgrace to masculinity. I cannot stress this enough. Set limits for your kids. Be engaged. Dad whisperer point number five, the last one is this, is his daughters follow his lead in honoring his faith in Jesus. And Dale, I don't know, man, I've told my kids this a thousand times. I've told them, I don't care if you're a garbage man. I don't care if you're flipping. Now, all my kids are now college graduates, so I've got some great kids, very intelligent, hard workers. I mean, they they worked all through college. I mean, we paid very little to help them. I mean, we they, they just grinded it out. I told my kids, I don't care what you do for a living. I, I really don't care. All I care about is that you love Jesus and you take on my faith, because if you do, I know your life is going to be amazing. And if you don't, I know your life is going to struggle. And so leading, so the question is, I see some guys out there that are Christian dudes and none of his kids are serving the Lord. None, none of them. And I have to ask myself, why? Why is that? Why is it that his kids deny Christ? I mean, I understand one kid or I understand that, but with none of your kids are leading, following your faith, to me, that's a problem with parenting. Our kids should be following in our faith, right? That's that's my right. what I've seen. And so I, I want to ask you guys... If your kids followed you around for a week and didn't know what you believed, what would they say you believe? In NFL football? In Fox News? In what? In work? I mean, what do you believe? And so I think, guys, we have to ask ourselves that question. You know, for me personally, and I've shared this before, I think I've at times expressed the value of football to my kids like, you know, or working hard. So they've got this strong moral code and this strong propensity to um, deal with pain and suffering, right? But maybe I could have pushed them further in faith. That I'm just thinking about that out loud, right? Being honest with the guys, because it's really easy to come on the show and tell guys what to do, but to say, hey, man, my kids are here and here and here. All my kids uh, express faith in Jesus at different levels. None of them, I, well, I'd say maybe one of them, but... You know, if I were to give them percentiles, I would say maybe one's in the 95 percentile, you know, and just they're just moving along, right? But they're moving through life. They're in their 20s, and they're moving through. But they all have said, Dad, we believe what you believe. 
the women in their lives say, we believe what you believe. I mean, they, they openly express that. So I think that's important for us as guys. Are we leading our daughters into a, a life that honors us through their faith in Jesus? So guys, I hope this helped you. These are things that I think are really important for you to do next week, and we're going to talk again in our equipping about how to be a daughter whisperer who truly knows the art of talking to your kids. So you want to tune in for that. So Dale, what's up, man? What's up? What's next? Drive us home. Yeah, guys, we want you to head on over to our website at meninarena.org and order your copy of Jim's newest book, Strong Men, Dangerous Times, Five Essentials Every Man Must Possess to Change His World. And guys, will you do us a favor? When you order it, go to Amazon and leave us a review for Jim's book. That'll help us out a bunch. Until next time, feel the wet sand on the arena floor. Hear the deafening roar of the crowd. Taste the sweetness of victory. Smell the stench of battle. Get in the game. Get dirty. Grind it out. And be a man. You've been listening to the Men in the Arena podcast. If you hunger to be your best version, then join thousands of men from around the world in our Men in the Arena forum on Facebook. This is the best place to have open discussions around the topic of biblical manhood. Make sure to explore our website at meninthearena.org, sign up for the weekly equipping blast, and take advantage of our many free resources designed to help you become your best version of a man. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Men in the Arena podcast. Remember, when a man gets it, Everyone wins. What type of dad are you? Guys, in my 35 years of ministry, I've noticed that guys basically fall into two categories. And in those categories, there are four types of dad or four phases that you pass through as a dad. We just dropped an amazing quiz to help you discover what type of dad you are. Find out what type of father you are and get our custom resources fit to meet the needs and the questions you are asking. Head on over to menarena.org. Join 20,000 men from around the world and find out the type of dad you are.